start with some ice ASMR. ASMR, oh, dude. Ice ASMR is good. I love coffee drinks. ASMR sounds. <laughs> I'm drinking my espresso. Right, your espresso. Ooh. Espresso. Mm. Did you say espresso? Yeah, yeah. I've Did you think said, it was espresso? Yeah, I've always ever like I've always ever said like escape espresso. It's okay. A lot. Of I people- said that until I worked at Bath and Body Works, and then. This lady corrected Josh me. Josh still says espresso. I know. I'm like, yeah. dude, I think you it's own a Colorado a nice machine. Thing. Colorado. I think it's a Colorado thing, though, to be honest. Espresso? Mm. Yeah, because Adam called me out on it. He calls me out on it every time. Mm. Is it mountains or mountains? Mountains. Mountains. There's no T. Yeah. Mountains. That's not mountains. I'm going to the mountains. Going to the mountains. Mountains. I'm going to the mountains. <laughs> we just found out today that bergamot is bergamot. Yeah. That's fucked. And yeah, I'm, that is. That I'm like going to call the police. That's, I can't believe that. That's like a real Mandela effect to me. Or that's just yes. my dyslexia. But. I, no, I swear to God. Well, I was sitting in your kitchen and then I read the can. It was lemon bergamot, M-O-T. And I was like, I looked at Josh. I was like, has bergamot always been bergamot? Or is there an M N in there? There's no fucking N. No. Are you kidding me? It's bergamot. Mott. Like Mott's applesauce. No, it's not. It's bergamot. I don't like that at all lemon and bergamot that's really funny you say that because the other day i literally got a native um grapefruit and bergamot <laughs> bergamot <laughs> bergamot thank you mm. um deodorant yeah and so like I, I i i like i've liked bergamot forever but like i didn't really know that i liked it on my under my armpits oh hell and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know so you need good. like a and certain so, thing under your armpits right. you know <laughs> and so like i like i was telling like my i was telling adam about it i was like i was like look at this new bergamot deodorant and so yeah like when you said bergamot i was like what wow i thought they missed bergamot i thought tj Maxx. how do our eyes just trick us for things like that like all the time unless it's really a mandela effect let us know guys yeah isn't it we should like pull, a, pull put a poll on Twitter and be like, is, is it, it bergamot, bergamot or bergamot? We should, we should really do should. it. We I'm going to do it do right it. now. And then I'm going to tell you guys what but it is at the end of the episode. people are just going to Google it and like find out and then answer. No, <laughs> the real homies will just answer and then go, then be like, oh shit. Okay. Oh, what was what? the other one we were talking about? Me and Sydney thought it was wheelbarrow. Apparently it's <laughs> wheelbarrow. Yeah, I definitely thought. <laughs> I've never known that. Wheelbarrow. No, wheel wheelbarrow. A barrel. barrel, like a barrel. That's with wheels. I thought, yeah, that's what I okay. thought it was, right? I, yeah, I definitely. I had no idea. I thought Jared was like messing with me. Barrow, barrow. <laughs> that no is gonna, That fucks me up. <laughs> that fucks me up. That really does. No, I My agree. Whole life is a lie. Uh, what else we were talking about? Oh, play it by ear. Oh yeah, or play it by year. Play it by ear. Play I definitely said ear. ear for the longest time. Longest time. Same here. Which honestly, I feel like it could be either kind of like both make sense a little bit. Play it by year. Well, how does year make sense though? When you really think about it, like I've tried to think of that too. You're right. It doesn't really make any if sense. If it was like play it by the second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play it by minute. <laughs> play it by minute. That's That should be a phrase. Play it by minute. Play it by minute. I like that. That's a good shit. All right. That's a good shit. <laughs> Hi friends and welcome back to The Sesh I am Kendall. And I'm Janelle. Yes. And we are cousins. And this is the Sesh Podcast. Oh, wow. If you haven't heard of us before, yes, welcome back. This is a great show full of, honestly, a lot of different shit. I was going to say, yeah. what are we What are we doing? It's like, we do everything yep. that you can think of, honestly. It's a variety. It's a, a real variety mixed bag. It's like trail mix. It is a You never know what mix. you're going to pull up for that day. True. And sometimes it's a real good one when you pull out an M&M. You're like, that's Hell the winner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we really don't have any M&Ms today. <laughs> no, unfortunately. This might not be an M&M, but who knows? Yeah, Maybe this, this is, is more people. of like a raisin episode. Whoa. No. Yeah, I'm not really into raisins. You like oh, raisins? I hate raisins. No, I hate raisins. I but love that, raisins. I feel like this isn't a raisin episode. Come well, on. Okay. I didn't mean it's a raisin episode, but like we have some raisins in our life right now is that's what I'm true. saying. Like there's raisins in our batter. That's so true. Honestly, yeah. Raisins ruin a lot of things. Like yeah. raisins in foods get the... Yeah, out of here. they do. There's a lot in our lives. Yeah, we, we've had kind of just like a crazy week. You know, it's Mercury retrograde. I feel like the energy's kind of whack right now. Yeah, a bunch of people have been telling me that. Even Sydney, you said that like this week has just kind of been meh, like just feeling oh, yeah. a little off. I just don't want to do anything really. Yeah, I felt just, like major lack of motivation this week for sure, mm-hmm, and like yeah. just down. And I definitely have some personal reasons for that. And I'll get into some of that today and kind of talk through it, have a little bit of a therapy sesh. Yes. It's good to kind of get it out. Um, But yeah, it's been a hard week and Janelle and I have a pretty intense weekend coming up. We have our big family reunion, which our family hasn't all been together in, 
at least 10 years, if not longer, maybe 11. Like for this amount of time. Yeah. Like besides like a dinner. But yeah. Yeah. But oh. our, our entire family yeah, in one I think place. It's, been, it's like, been since 2011. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. Uh, wow. So it's kind of, we're all going to stay in one house for two nights. Yeah. That's going to be kind of wild. It's I'm like, gonna be I'm wild. so excited for no, it though, me too. because it's going to feel like when we were kids and we'd like all stay together at does. someone's house. Like, I really want that feeling because especially putting together this big like family movie and stuff, we've been going through so much footage and just seeing us all play as cousins as kids. Yeah. It was like such a magical time. I, like was. I could feel what it was like to be a kid and it's like, yeah, yeah. something that you lose obviously as you grow older. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for that, but also it's intense because we're talking about <laughs> our grandparents oh, and yeah, that, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that part is going to be really definitely it's yeah. gonna be difficult and we're um you know celebrating the life of both our grandparents in one weekend yeah. so that's just a lot of yeah. emotions um but i think it's kind of beautiful because they were so connected for so long and yeah i think it's fitting to kind of celebrate them as one mm-hmm. and their slideshow is really it's not even a slideshow it's like a damn movie that thing has like 90 yeah. percent video in it yeah it does um but yeah you know are you guys staying in your is it like a house that your family owns or who's no, it? No, God, I wish. Actually, oh, cool. it's in Boulder. So, and our grandparents lived there. Like, that's how I remember them as living mm-hmm. in their house in Boulder. They had a beautiful home in Boulder, but I wish we could like rent that house again. Oh, that would have been like Someone a dream. There. But no, we're just renting like a house big enough to fit all of us. But it's in Airbnb Boulder, which is still special. Whatever. So, and that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's going to be wild all staying under the same roof. Josh and I are hoping we get a queen bed to share at least. Hell but yeah. We might end up in twin beds. Who knows? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, really know what either. the sleeping... Are they assigning us beds? I haven't asked. No one said anything. So I'm assuming... Is it going to... I don't like when everyone just shows up at a rental and it's like, pick your Chaos. bed. That's like... It reminds me of like Big Brother when they get to the house my and they have to get their because bed. Because we're not getting there first. I'm sure like my dad will be like, all right, books, around this nice area for you. Yeah. This is where you and Josh can be. This is where you and John can be. Yeah. I feel like your dad will scope it out <laughs> yeah, and he'll scope figure out, out where he's not gonna. He's not going to screw it. Because we're going to show up a little bit after. Just Because John's bit, yeah. working during the day. So... Exactly. Yeah. The family will get there and like get it all set up before we get there, hopefully. <laughs> oh but yeah, it's going to be really wild. I'm excited for Me it. Me too. I'm all really be under excited. one roof. Family vacation. roof. And now we're all older and we can all like, mm-hmm. like there's no, like it, for a while it was like the age. Well, we, at first we were all kids, obviously. And then some of us, <laughs> like you were in a totally different phase of your life than our youngest cousin in from California. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like it wasn't always like, we all like meshed, you know, super well all the time just because yeah. there's natural age gaps and people are going through different things and it's hard to relate sometimes. But now I feel like we're all in our 20s. Right. And everyone's over 21. Yeah, exactly. So we can all drink and no yeah. one has kids yet. Yeah. So we can really drink. <laughs> and we're talking about our feelings so we can really drink. Exactly. We're going to need it. We're going to need it. We're actually doing a shot of Jack Daniels in honor of our grandfather, like a special type of Jack yeah. Daniels because that guy... They Love both, both of them literally had their cocktail yeah. hour. Yes. They so did. honestly iconic. Like, I hope I can do this. They would have their, at like five o'clock, they'd have their little cocktail with their cheese yeah. and crackers. And they'd send the kids with like a bowl of Doritos down to the, not their kids, yep. like us, like the grandkids. And when they had dogs, they would always get them a Kong, yeah, like, my, like a bone, which is like a, <laughs> a Kong is like a rubber thing you fill with peanut whatever you whatever. want, peanut butter, dog food and like freeze it. And the dog would like have that or a bone and then yeah. they would have their cocktail Cocktails. hour. Like, that is they iconic. were so routine. They yeah. did the same thing every single they day. They so did. And now I understand why my dad loves routine so much and why <laughs> I love a routine. <laughs> I do too. I yeah, I was going to say, you remind me of Grandy in a lot of routine Because both Taurus energy for sure, you and Grandy. Oh, oh yeah. I'm a lot like him. Me and my sister were talking about that the other night. Yeah. We are similar in a lot of ways. It's, you are. It's funny, especially looking back at them. You're like, it's just so interesting. Genetics and all of it. Oh, yeah. Looking at like, oh, that's totally my eyes. That's my speaking of genetics, sister's nose. And Ken, I keep telling Kendall, she has this specific laugh that she doesn't do that often. But when she does it, it sounds exactly like our grandma. Like, so it's like that cackle. I yeah, have. it's like a cackle. <laughs> you don't do it not that often. That. No, not that. No, it's a rare it's laugh rare. that comes out. But it literally reminds me of Grammy to a T. And now every time you do it, I'm like, oh my God, it's Grammy in the room. Like it's almost trippy how that's identical. Crazy. I don't even remember that laugh from her at all. And then I point out, I'm like, that was Grammy. And you're like, what? That? And I never know what she's talking about. And then I can't remember how I laughed, you know? <laughs> but yeah, it's just been an emotional roller coaster. And we, we're just trying to prepare for the week ahead. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we've also had just some stuff going on. Our friend Mac from college, she's very close with Sydney. 
Um, she lost her nephew uh, a few weeks ago, and it was very hard on her family because he was sick. He was diagnosed in January with cardiomyopathy, which is basically where your blood can't be pumped to the rest of your body. Mm-hmm. And they had to do a heart transplant. And they did the heart transplant. It was successful at first. So they had like that hope of getting the transplant <sighs> and that he was going to get better. And then unfortunately, he had a brain bleed and passed away after his surgery. Yeah. And he was only 11. Yeah. 11 years old. An incredibly sweet kid. He and just looked like the cutest, I know. happiest thing. Mac just described him as like this, the sweetest, funniest, like a happy kid. He's 11 years old and his um, poor family had to go through that. Yeah. And after like, you well, know, I, yeah, I remember when she was posting like, hey, my nephew needs a heart transplant. Like, yeah. And yeah. then they got one and it was like, oh, my God. Yay. You know, he's getting going to get the surgery he needs. And then I just can't imagine them being like, yeah, the surgery's successful and he's recovering. And all yeah. of a sudden they're like, you know, after all that bleed. to make it through the surgery. And then, yeah, like, what are the chances? It's just it's so terrible that. He, yeah, I cannot cannot even imagine how their family is feeling truly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's really tough to talk about, but, you know, uh, something that Mac did tell me and I think. I would love to share is that he Edward is or was extremely tough and strong like he was so ready for this like he was so pumped and he wasn't scared he was you know excited because he wanted to go and do all these things that um they had planned for afterwards and so mm-hmm. he he just he's a fighter and he did as much you know fight as hard yeah. as he could and it's just a really sad situation and you know, it's Max, um, her brother's son. And so he's been, he was in the hospital from January to May. And um, they also have other children. So you just can't even imagine all the yeah the pain Tons. and stress that comes with that. Well, it's like you have to grieve losing your kid and then you have to figure out how to pay for everything. Yeah, I know. And it's, on top of that, which is just And just the so logistics sad. of it all and processing it and for just after that whole battle he had for it to end like this from a brain bleed is just the most heartbreaking thing yeah it's really sad so they are running a gofundme Mm -hmm. um to try and help with those bills and you know costs of funeral and everything like that it's it's a lot um so we will leave that below if you guys have an extra couple of bucks laying around you know save yourself a coffee trip and maybe donate the money instead or if you don't it's totally fine. Just yeah. send love, prayers, whatever thoughts, you whatever can. you do. We would really appreciate it. Sashi's, yeah. this has been really heartbreaking for everyone involved. Like her family is just absolutely crushed. So, mm-hmm. you know, anything that can help alleviate some of that stress would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, guys. All right. So we are going to go ahead and take a quick ad break and we'll be right back. Janelle, are you doing a style? Yes. Are you practicing wedding styles (laughs) yes i am practicing wedding styles actually my poor dad thought that maybe i'd be engaged when i came back oh yeah he did he He was was a little disappointed yeah i was like no sir sorry no engagement but yes i'm doing a little braid no this is just like a nervous habit beautiful really is it working i'm i'm trying to do a french like a little side for okay there's a moth in the studio so remember how i was the hero last episode and killed that spider for you oh yeah those are reversed because okay. i'm not a hero in this episode um, all right i can do it i can do it i, I kill moths all the time disp- I guys that is my Just i hate these moths. i think like really moths. not into this shit i don't get it i mean they're just like dusty moths i mean butterflies yeah dusty butterflies. that's why i hate them because the butterflies are already disgusting oh we should turn the fan on see if he's in the fan no, we should leave it alone now that he's in there. Let okay. him just hang out. They just like to be in dark space. Okay. Let him chill. Well, don't come out, bitch, because you're not welcome here. You're not paying any rent. Anyways, uh, yes. <laughs> you're not paying any rent. You're not paying any fucking rent. The bugs have been bad. Okay, there's been bugs all over my house, too. Really? Like little like mosquitoes and like gnats and shit. Like the fucking house fly thing. What are those oh, things? Yeah. The little flies. fruit flies. And fungus the gnats. Fungus gnats. Yeah, it's extremely annoying. Well, I hate to bring it down to another sad note, but I did want to talk about on here something that I went through this week. It's sometimes hard to do these shows when you're feeling like I was just saying when I feel sad, sometimes it is hard to film true crime sad 
Um, but it's sometimes easier because it's also sad. So I can kind of just like flow with it. But Mm -hmm. here we try to be uplifting and like fun for you guys. Mm -hmm. And I don't really know how to do that when I'm feeling like super down on the inside. And I just feel a little overwhelmed even trying to talk about this. I really don't want to cry on here. I'm just like, (laughs) we have a big dinner tonight (laughs) and I don't want to mess up my eyes. (laughs) But I have been through an emotional week. Last weekend, Josh and I lost one of our bunnies, our first bunny that we got, Apollo. And he was our little Holland Lop. He's very, very cute. I'll put pictures of him in. He's adorable. It's been so hard to even go onto my phone because I have this picture slideshow with him in it. And I like, it keeps coming up to pictures of him, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to go through it and like take them off. Right. But I I don't even know what to do with it. But um, yeah, he passed away on Saturday and it was a big shock to Josh and I. Josh found him. Luckily, I didn't have to see him like that. Um, But he was in his room and I don't know what happened. We brought the other two to the vet just in case like something happened to them. They were completely fine. Um, so I have no idea what happened, but he, he was such a cute, and like, funny little dude. He was <laughs> such a funny little dude. dude we oh called God. him Black Ops Black because Ops. of like Apollo. We called him Ops. <laughs> and then um, Black Ops because he would always do these little like Black Ops missions. <laughs> at, he would always be like running out of his room. And He like, was a funny little chicken. He what? We called him a chicken. He too. looked like a little chicken. He, every time... When I would um, babysit and I would clean the room and go like in to vacuum up the poop, yeah, he'd always try to either a escape the room. Then he yeah. when he I would close the door so he couldn't escape. Then you would turn the like vacuum on and there's a certain spot where like the fan blows the air out and he stands <laughs> right right behind it yeah. to get like he loved the little fan. He did. He loved the air. And he like liked to ch- try to him. chew on the cord. I was like, dude, I know he would. You little asshole. He had chewed through so many of like my iPhone cords and stuff when I first got him. Like when he, I didn't understand how sharp their little yeah, teeth are. He was are. a little crazy and guy. I put like protectors and stuff, but he's so cute. He was, he, so cute. He was such a cute bunny and he was really, really funny. Like you said, like he, I just, he was obsessed with his little stroller. He always wanted to like be in the stroller. I'd take him outside and he'd be just like overwhelmed and like want to get back in the stroller. He was just, he was such a funny little dude. And I'm, I'm glad he, Crelly has his sister, Athena. So I still get to see her. Yeah. And like, honestly, when you told me that was so sad, like I no. went and hugged Athena extra I because like, it. I can tell, like you can kind of tell they're like siblings because Athena yeah. also does like, she's very, very, she's so like, sassy she's so sassy sassy. and like in control they're like exactly and paul like like, ran his whole room he was by far the smallest and was the boss yeah he was the full on the boss and that's why i'm so worried about the other two is i was worried that because they're like leader pretty much of their pack Mm -hmm. their fluffle is what it's called with rabbits (laughs) you know they're sad i think because of that and they're used to having a male with them um i have two other female rabbits that are a lot bigger they're wonderful bunnies Um, i'm really glad that you know they're okay and everything but yeah it's just it's hard because when you have like just two animals like two rabbits or two dogs you know if one of them passes like you always worry that the others are going to get like really upset and that's like a really common thing with rabbits for them to get depressed or like really stressed Mm -hmm. so the the whole thing the one silver lining to it to the whole thing is that you know apollo didn't get along with our other bunny raisin who we have as well. And we've been fostering him for a year after we adopted him out. He was returned to us. So we've had him since then. And we love him. We love him so much. And um, he didn't get along with Apollo. So we were going to put, we actually had him back up for adoption. And I was looking at applications and like narrowing it down when this happened, like on that day. And I was going to contact him on that night. But then this happened and I was like, okay, we need to like take a couple days and think about it. And then we thought about it for a few days and we were like, you know what, this, let's just keep him because I think the the other two will like having a male in the room and mm-hmm. they'll, they'll probably allow it to happen. Like it'll mm-hmm. take some time to bond them, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be as hard as bonding two males. Yeah. So it is kind of, you know, we're trying to like see the positive in every situation, obviously. And it's nice that we're going to be able to have him as well. Mm -hmm. Josh is super attached to him. He lives in his office right now. So I know you guys really love him. So like, we're happy that we get to keep him, but we are really sad. And this week was just like, just felt so like every time I would think about it and like, think about Josh 
telling me not to come downstairs into the bunny room, I would just like get so like upset yeah. again. And just, I haven't, it's crazy. I have so many pets and I haven't lost one since 2012, maybe when our, that we was had really a kitten. unexpected in, too. Yeah. That, that was, was crazy. Horrible. That was fucking horrible. Yeah, that was terrible. Um, yeah, my, I had a kitten and she just like randomly slowly became paralyzed. Like it just, it started with like her limping and I, I didn't know what was going on. And then it slowly like moved through her whole body. And I never, I didn't do an autopsy just like with the bunny. I don't think there's any point in like knowing. Well, it doesn't you know. change anything. Like in some people, I think that that maybe helps them, but yeah. others, you know, it's kind of like to each their own. Cause at the end right. of the day, like it, it doesn't bring them back. Right. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. I'm just like. So, yeah, I'm lucky that I haven't lost any of my pets since 2012 when I have so many. I know, knock on wood. I, yeah, well, I'm really super Because I haven't been through this in so long. Like, and I, I can't imagine it with any of the pets that I have, like my cats and my dogs. Yeah. Like, I'm so attached to our dogs and everything. It's, it's very difficult. And I think losing, even though he's just a bunny, like some people are like, you know, they think they're He's just not a, just a bunny. Though. I know. I know. I just I know to a lot of people they don't understand. Like a lot of people, rabbits are in cages. These are these are like cats and dogs to us. Um, they are part of our family. And yeah, it just it totally sucks. I it's feel like people who ever. have pets understand like it doesn't matter what kind of pet it is. Like yeah. you can bond with like anything, right? Yeah. So it's like and it's your own and like you you know, people can't understand like how much you loved that specific one. And, but it's yeah. just the idea of like any pet, like I love my pets. Like Ugh, they're everything. They're like the best. Right. Yeah. And so it just sucks, especially if it's, you know, I don't want to cry. Some there- tissue in here, <laughs> <laughs> especially when, you know, it's like really sudden and such. It's <sighs> yeah. just hard. It's, it's, it's just been, yeah, it's shocking. And then this week it's, I've just felt like I can't, I knew I couldn't do like true crime this week. I had to take the week off and um, because I just, I can't like mentally give it what it needs. Like I think these cases deserve full attention and full presence, my full ability. Like mm-hmm. to show up all the way and I just can't show up this week. Yeah. Cause I'm just, I'm feeling so sad. That's yeah. Honestly how I'm feeling. I'm just so really sad. sad. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. It's very, it's very hard. And the fact that, we're just, we're grieving a lot. It seems yeah. like you're grieving a pet. And then two grandparents at we're once. Two and- grandparents, which is, they passed away like quite a while ago now. Yeah. Like our grandma passed away last and this was about a year ago. And unfortunately, because of COVID and such, like we just, it, it feels like to me, we've kind of just like put, I've had to like almost put the feelings on pause because it's like hard to completely like get closure and grieve them because I feel yeah. like I haven't done that yet. But then yeah. I also like can't sit there every single day and like obsess over it. So I've kind of almost had to like put it on, yeah. on pause almost. And now I'm like opening it back up and like experiencing those feelings. Um, but a Definitely. year, a year and a year and a half later for, for Grandy. So it's like, or no, like two years later. So yeah. And for him, I think <sighs> yeah. we had a little more closure because we were there when he passed away. True. Um, but with our grandma, it was different. And I feel like yeah, me, she's kind of still in my head living at her memory care center. And um, yeah. Yeah. The other day I was going through my phone. I found the a video I took of her like the last time I saw her and she was like singing a song. And then I didn't get to see her afterwards because of like COVID. Like I, bar- I was lucky I even got to see her then. I had to sit like eight feet away from her. I couldn't even give her a hug. And then I like feel guilty not being like, fuck it. And just giving her a hug anyways. Cause like, that was it. And then, I don't know. It's just like yeah. toggling with a lot of feelings. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, yeah, we were looking at pictures. We took like a bunch of pictures and video of her before she passed, but we didn't right. like take any of us with her. Right. Like, why didn't we do that? I Ugh. know. It's like the hardest part of grieving is like, oh, I should have done this. I should right. have done this. I should have done this. Right. You know. Which isn't fair to do to yourself. No. But it's like, I feel like it's human nature to like have these like, oh, I, c- I know. I wish I could have done this because I feel like it's almost us trying to like rationalize it. I know. know. I keep thinking about like, I wish I like earlier that morning I was going to take the bunnies out and brush them, but then it was so hot. I was like, I'm just going to wait until this evening when it's cool out. And I just like keep regretting that because I feel like I could have spent a little time with him. Right. Or like maybe have noticed something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But it just sucks. It does. However, 
Thank God for therapy. That's what I'll say. Yeah. And sorry if I'm like <laughs> snorting into the mic. I, I can't. Last help week it I was sick. Snor- yeah. Snorting my s- yeah, snot. You, you were. <laughs> Disgusting. I listened to that on the playback. I was like, eee. <laughs> was a nice And that through. was even, yeah. And I even cut the worst ones out. Like oh, we'd be yeah. like, we'll be back for a break. And I'd be like, hack. <laughs> How are you feeling? Um, You know, it's still hanging on. Like I still have a little bit of cough and like some like. Yeah. congestion snot issues i don't know what i got honestly like i haven't been this sick for this long so a long weird. time like it's been over a week and a half now and you got two covid tests and i got two negative covid tests i have the vaccine uh, when i went to urgent care i told them that and they were like you're totally fine like because i didn't i had a cough but i didn't have any trouble breathing so Just i don't know what it else, was some type of bug probably the plane the antibiotics did help a lot like i think i'm finally on the mend thank god good but yeah, I'm doing better. It was a struggle. My whole body's peeling. Like, guys, when I tell you my whole body is peeling, I'm not kidding. Like the whole body. Like from literally my toes, not my head. That's where it stops. My toes to my shoulders. Lovely. It's just like peeling, like in chunks. I'm like, oh, today we're peeling on the knees. Okay, great. Well, up today we're peeling on the wrists. Okay, great. Like you'll make sure to wear sunscreen if you go anywhere yeah, else this summer. I will, and I need to exfoliate really bad. Sick. But, oh, there's these great like korean exfoliating towels oh really yeah you can get them on uh i don't know like i don't remember I bought them from. no i don't think so hmm. i think they're on etsy but um Ooh. yeah they like really work really well i Exfoli- need exfoliate i need some good exfoliation <laughs> exfoliation exfoliation <laughs> but yeah uh let's see what else oh i've been watching a decent amount of reality tv to try and like that's how i like separate myself from yeah. like when i'm having a really tough time personally and emotionally and i need to like actually just pull myself out for a second me too i think to throw on some trash tv oh, really yeah. helps bring out me too yeah, i've been doing out. that a lot this week I watched like some housewives and then I watched the the special on have you been following the Tom Giardi thing at all? No. And uh one of the housewives, Erica Jane. No, I don't no? know anything about housewives. Oh, this is so interesting. I'm gonna do a video on it. Oh yeah, it's so good. Wait, it's give us a little tidbit of it. What's um it's so basically he's a lawyer and uh she's one of this one of the housewives and she's very out about how everything is expensive she has like a song that's like it's expensive to be me oh you showed me that yeah did i show you that yeah. girl yeah um and then she had like a huge closet with all the designer stuff like she just you know full glam squad two planes they had like oh, a damn. domestic and a private jet oh damn um or like opposite of what i just said one they had an international plane oh, okay, they could okay. literally their own like jumbo jet or whatever oh shit really yeah, plus a private jet for domestic okay wow yeah and it turns out that all the money that was funding her lifestyle was coming from his clients that he got settlements from that had serious accidents and like horrible things happened to them and he like wasn't giving them their settlements he was telling them i'm going to invest it into this company but it was actually her entertainment company what yeah he like made a 20 million dollar investment into her company and he went through millions of dollars and now he's broke as a joke and he had like 65 million dollars at one point 80 million dollars in one account at one point he was like he's just straight up telling nothing. the clients that they're now. investing yeah he told them that they were investing and in they're something. buying jets yeah. instead and, oh, and then their payments just stopped coming in and they were like people who have been through serious shit like it's crazy crazy oh my god and it was funding this girl's whole life and because her she was the one draining all the money wait are they gonna like go to jail they're going to court yeah he could go to jail she could be in trouble too yeah because they're trying to prove they divorced but people oh. think it was just like you know because she didn't want to be like financially tied but she is because he was investing into her company and the company was just a bullshit company essentially yeah. to like pay for shit for her yeah well it was like yeah she she's a singer she like okay. produces her own music okay. it's like really bad though <gasps> have you do you know what i'm talking about erica jane yeah i mean i've watched the housewives which one is it like which ah uh, it's the one of the california ones OC? oh the oc8 i think i've heard I think about it's beverly hills oh yeah you're probably I'm pretty right. sure it's beverly hills um yeah but Damn. she's in the later episodes and yeah she's she's pretty fucked so and there's like interviews of her talking about how she wouldn't want to be poor and stuff and it's just like so cringy not a good look not a good look it's horrible actually it's like like i watched a documentary on hulu and it is devastating what these people went through like it is he is like a 
fucking horrible person. It wasn't just like, you know, some tax fraud or like yeah, you know, some you, bullshit. Right. It was like this he is... was fucking these people over. Wow. Crazy for years. And this guy is so well known in the law world. Like he's a very famous lawyer. So that is just like stupid. Oh, it's so stupid. It's very stupid. Yeah. This is uh like side note on what like a good, I don't know, movie if you guys want to watch it. I don't know. Do you like pink? Like, have you heard like or seen her like documentary that she pink? pink? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I haven't seen her. I'm kind of indifferent on pink, you know, kinda I was, like, I kind of was too. But then I watched this documentary and it's probably one of the best ones I've watched in a long really? time. Okay. It's, about, it's like, like really life? uplifting. It's so good. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. I'll have to check it out. Pink. I recommend. Hell yeah. I actually really like pink as a person. Her music. I'm kind of indifferent about, me but too. I like her. I really, like, I like she's her, but I'm not bitch. really like. God, her voice kind of annoys me. Yeah, a she's little not bit. my favorite from music. Yeah, really I feel the same way. Like, it's almost like she just explains all of the work. It's just it's crazy. She's a badass. Yeah, I and mean, she has a really good voice, though. She does. I just yeah, don't like her songs. Yeah, often. no, I feel that. Some of them, I like some of them. Yeah, um, I might cool. have to start watching that. Housewives because my Housewives is like keeping up with the Kardashians. Like that's what my I'm like yeah. obsessed with that show. And that show. shit's over now. And that shit's and I just watched the last episode. I haven't seen the last one. I binged the last like bit of it yesterday did you cry uh yeah because i'm crying at everything yeah. but okay. it wasn't that emotional honestly really? i cried about something scott disick said <laughs> Dude, i'm I most sad scott. about scott i am sad about scott honestly I and i feel him. bad for him like i feel <laughs> but i don't know if i should there's probably stuff i don't know i don't right. know i don't know just but from I what just, you know you feel like bad I, I want them to be together and i wanted the show to like them end up they ride off like, in the sunset <laughs> it does not happen i think everyone who like follows this family at all like low-key wants scott and courtney to be together yeah like, i think he's the most likable person on the show like i kind of have a love-hate relationship with literally all of them oh, like, except for scott i like scott 100%. a lot <laughs> he's funny so that skims like clip of her um commercial like that's been really viral of when her finger is like totally distorted oh yeah yeah so we were like <laughs> who who sent that i don't i think you sent it to the group yeah, or did. something and we were like oh my god it's terrible it's really sad and I was, basically she yeah. video shopped i didn't even know you yeah, could really do that team. but yeah they like morphed her body to look different in a skims ad and you can see because her her, her finger, finger becomes like, completely it, like, totally, stretched yeah, out it looks and totally fucking she looks weird. like the grinch yes it's that's so exactly weird. what it like, is <laughs> she's a super like long uh like crooked finger for a second yeah. but anyways while she, you sent that to the group i was watching the kardashians <laughs> i was like yeah you know this family like it's really sad that you know kim uses in her campaign she uses all different types of body shapes and sizes like all that type of stuff but then when she's actually like modeling it herself then she like has to you know totally tweak it to look this specific way and yeah so i was just like yeah it sucks as i was watching them <laughs> i know like, i mean my, they are like that's like the epitome of the, how i feel about them yeah they're definitely pretty toxic and some of the stuff they say i'm like what the fuck or like they're so out of touch at times yeah. that it annoys the fuck out of me but they're really good distraction but they are and opinion. it's interesting like their life is interesting it's yeah. interesting to see people with that much money and like what they just it's, they're just so like they look like they live in hotels all the time, all the time. it's just like so extravagant it's really perfect all the time. do you like, think they make crap? it perfect while they're filming or do you think they it's always perfect i think they have um housekeepers oh, they're yeah, so 24 7 so right. it's probably always perfect like i'm like do you guys have Damn. a junk drawer do you ever like lose something and you're like fucking <laughs> can you imagine chloe's drunk junk Ju drawer junk drawer drunk drawer i always say drunk drawer <laughs> i've been saying that my whole life yeah i should make a drunk one. drawer you should filled with things to get drunk in with. <laughs> i guess that's a bar like skewers and little <laughs> oh, salts yeah oh like a drunk drawer yeah drunk, drunk drawer <laughs> um yeah no chloe's i'm sure is very organized me and josh were talking about it last night because he watched the end of it with me and he's seen so many episodes over the years that i know he enjoys it he was like these people but he like sticks around and yeah. watches as much as he can uh -huh. you know isn't that funny yeah. how you start watching and they're like typing on the computer and then by the end they're like closed computer and looking at the tv yeah, I'm like, like huh, yeah <laughs> and laughing with the jokes i'm like interesting <laughs> how that works out oh they love it they love it josh is like he and joel went to the conjuring yesterday the new one yeah and then he was like, I need something to decompress, you know, because the conjuring, I was like, yeah, you know, it's so tough. <laughs> now you got to decompress and watch the Kardashians. <laughs> um, but it was funny. We were talking about just how much they have changed society and how oh, much yeah. they have impacted our culture. It's insane when you think about it, like having just the fact that so many people want everything white. I feel like that's a very Kardashian thing is like totally. the totally clean white look. And then now the organization, like everyone wants to have like an organized pantry and like a so organized true. fridge and like people like do fridge tours. And I just watched Jaclyn Hill's 
uh bathroom i watched tour. that tour i Holy watched that too fuck she's organized oh my god i mean my life is so disorganized if you I guys would, even saw oh my, my fucking drawers imagine if i did a like a makeup fit we'd have to go to three different rooms my makeup's always in three different rooms i move around and like do it you have the the stuff that goes on in my house i could never like be that clean and live like a kardashian oh or, it's insane how organized I didn't have i'm like is this either. true do they actually live this organized like how like even their cookie jar they have like the stacked cookies right. I'm like oh my god what the fuck yeah i i mean i live in my office is an actual like hazard probably it is a hazard it's scary and like people come in there and they're like oh it's okay it doesn't bother me i'm like <laughs> you think i'm a freak i i know it's okay you what what were we calling it earlier the depression room? yeah it is my depression room because i i was depressed when i first moved all that shit in there and i couldn't set it all up and then now it just like reminds me of being depressed and it's just like stuff everywhere that needs to be it and it's a, a place right and then the thought of actually sitting down and yeah. picking up each little fucking thing that's because you got yeah. a lot of stuff in there i know it's i like don't even take, know where to put it i just I need to like readjust it think that yeah, you should get rack. bins and throw all the shit in the bins you don't even have to go through it right now and that's then just smart. get it out of that room so that at least when you go in there you don't hate your life that's so smart that is then a great you can put the depression bins in the in the garage and never look at them again until you move <laughs> that, exactly and then i'll move them to the next house yeah. and then just depression bins and right. you know Never they can just them. stay it's like a time in there capsule. forever it's a time capsule or or it's they uh, get thrown away or they get oh, thrown right. away by josh I'll, right. be, <laughs> I'll be finding a lot of stuff though like i've lost a lot of things in that oh, room you're gonna find a lot of shit i got you guys phone cases but now you have new phone <laughs> models so <laughs> if real. i ever find them um yeah oh my god it's pretty it's pretty messy but i think that's great advice it's almost like you were gonna be a therapist <sighs> Wow, interesting how that works. <laughs> like you were, Almost went to like I went it. to school for six years for that shit. That's honestly a brilliant idea. I love the idea of just getting bins and getting it out of the way. Because it's just now I'm just crawling over it like a fucking goat. Right. Like it's <laughs> insane. I am like hoarders now. It's oh crazy. God. We should do like a fucking parody of hoarders. You should like, have seen it before we went to Mexico. I put so much random shit in there. Like I like put a I decided I needed to get take all my fall stuff and put it in there oh. so it wasn't in my closet anymore because oh, it was just bothering me that room is wild so there's just like a stack of clothes it's like the flea market that's what i kept calling yeah. <laughs> it's crazy and then i film in there that's yeah. where i filmed kendall ray i know 2.6 what is it million subscribers on youtube <laughs> my sister was looking at my filming setup and then i have my mic like taped onto the desk and it's, it's like you can't even get around it. it's gonna be so much better when i start filming in here i'm excited for that but yeah it's um, <laughs> yeah you need to get in this fucking yeah. room for sure speaking of which you guys oh yeah our big dinner plans tonight <sighs> the studio this is, is so cool Wait, we are very so proud of ourselves cool. for this but we managed to wrangle up blair fowler to do our office our studio our spaces all three, all three sets which is so cool and if you don't know who, who blair fowler is then you're lame <laughs> but <laughs> she's like if you've been around OG. on youtube for a while you know juicy star 07 and her sister L Fowler, L Fowler too. Mm -hmm. All that um, glitters. Yep, twenty one. <laughs> Don't forget. Yeah. Isn't it twenty one? I think so. All that glitters twenty one. I think yeah. So. yeah. Um, but yeah, they... now there's like YouTube names. It's so weird. Right. Remember the name YouTube usernames? Yeah. What was your username? Or was it always Kendall? Kendall's Place? Oh, Kendall's Place. <laughs> Hell yeah, so Kendall's weird. Place. And then people, so a lot of people thought it was Palace. <laughs> oh my but God. yeah we are super excited blair isn't really on youtube anymore but she went to design school and is really creative yeah. and has imagined these amazing sets for amazing. us amazing and did like digital mock-ups of them and how the camera angles would look oh and it God. has been she's so, so good. helpful like, to have a professional oh my god we're just, always trying to jimmy rig everything, everything. <laughs> we're like this isn't working turn it off what the hell is wrong we were yeah. literally about to like try and do these ourselves and then you're like so how did you get in contact with blair she she actually offered to just do it she like dm'd me and said That's she was a fan <laughs> of the show and like had my merch and i was like wow this is so full circle because I have been what you were the first YouTuber I ever watched. You're the first like the reason I knew that YouTube channels existed. She was, was the like, first person I ever so subscribed cool. to. Yep. Her self tanning routine was my first ever. Like back YouTube in high video. school when I was yep. going through my no friends phase because I was over everyone. I would go into my, 
I'm going no to friend's my face for the win. I'm going to my car. You were already in college. So I go into my car and I'd like call Kendall or I'd go watch YouTube videos. <laughs> really exposing myself. Uh, you remember me calling her or what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I God, remember. Because like, oh, I would be God, with Kendall and you would go, I'm, I have to talk to my cousin. Too. Yeah. Oh, we were always talking. <laughs> You're like, we my fucking like we loser relationship for a while. <laughs> then we would live apart. We talked like two hours a day sometimes. Yeah, we did. It was like a little much. <sighs> it was a lot. It was a lot. We didn't even work together. We had no reason to do that. Yeah. But no, anyways, we just really love each other. I was subscribed to her and I would literally, I, I would watch her in my car in high school and now I'm meeting we're going to dinner with her my mind is blown and i'm trying to keep my cool because i don't like want to weird her out but i'm like what the fuck well she's gonna listen to this now and be like you weirdo (laughs) you fucking weirdo it's crazy no she's really chill and we've yeah i'm so excited to hang out with her yeah me too and chat with her about youtube and just how it's changed yeah so many different things so yeah we're pumped it's it's cool and our studio spaces are gonna be oh my god so next level like just she's just so creative thinking of things that i would have never thought of like the way that we're going to be set up you guys is so different than this and i just feel like it really represents the show so well it's going to be so much more comfortable for us like physically i feel like which will make us more comfortable like socially and just you know what i mean totally it's It's going to be much more relaxing vibes yeah totally yeah so exciting we get to have guests soon yeah, who do we want on the show? We've been going like, through the guest. Yeah, we've probably been looking those, through that. But I also want to think of like people that we want to reach out to. Oh, I know. And just take a shot in the dark. I know. If you could have anyone on the show, who would it be? Anyone? Anyone. Jenna Marbles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you Duh. think she's going to come back? No, especially not. I was thinking about that yesterday, actually. So? I was um, listening to, which we can <laughs> touch on briefly in a second, all the YouTube drama. Not that I'm keeping up with it much, but I was <laughs> listening to some video on it. And then in my head, I was like, God, Jenna's never going to... Oh, fuck. There's a moth about to attack me. <laughs> um, if I scream, just know it's because I'm getting attacked by a disgusting butterfly. Oh, um, I'll take care of him. Okay. Someone so, get me my fly swatter. Anyways, like I was saying, though, I was thinking about how Jenna's never going to want to come back to this shit show that is the internet because it's just more toxic than ever, I feel like. <laughs> you can't even tell me. <laughs> yeah, why would she want to come back? This is such a great podcast. Not janky at all. Okay, bitch. Now it? it's uh, it's ew. It's being gross. Well, I'll continue the conversation. So anyway, <laughs> we don't think Jenna is going to come back. No, I don't think Jenna will be coming back. I soon. agree with you. I think she's taking care of her. She's taking mental care health of her, and her mental life, health. and she's getting married. And and I know. seriously feel like why would she want to come back? Because she, I feel yeah. like she left because things were getting toxic online. It was just too much for her. Now it's even worse. Oh, it's, it's so much worse, worse than when she left. So it's like, oh yeah. Can we talk know. about that for a second? Yeah, let's chat about that. It's insane. It's too exhausting. much. For, way too much for me to keep yep. up with. Like every oh day it's something new. It's like, like every hour. Who's canceled? Who's back? Who's making a comeback? David Dobrik's back yeah, now. What? And, and, and he's fine, I guess. I, he's fine now. It's like word is, I don't know. I didn't see the video, but I guess he acted like he didn't say anything about it. They were all making jokes about Jeff's eye and oh, stuff. God. Yeah. So <laughs> I can't keep he's track. Back. And, uh, Oh my gosh, Gabby Hanna is it's just the been drama like with that and, I, and Trisha. I think it's so horrible, like the stuff with Gabby. It's like so far. It's not even interesting anymore. It's just like this is sad and yeah, and a lot really of this. toxic. This yeah. exposing like yes. Gabby's like did this BuzzFeed interview and she talked. She brought up stuff with Jesse and Jesse smiles. She's pregnant. She's a friend of mine. I think that's fucked up. While someone is pregnant. And has had issues before just had a miscarriage to like bring up stressful things and like cause drama, dig up all this old stuff and a Buzzfeed interview. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, she's fighting with Trisha because she thinks Trisha and her were friends. And Trisha said they're not, not friends. friends. They're like and literally fighting about if they're friends. Or not. It's like the <laughs> stupidest thing. I'm like, is this really like what it's coming down to? And like everyone's following it. And it's like been so intense. Oh, it's so much. And then, of course, the frenemies like break down. Right. At the whole thing. Oh, and did you see? I just saw a few hours ago that uh, someone was like, "I wish friends would come back." And then Trisha, I think, retweeted and it was like next Tuesday or something. Yeah, and, and then, then Ethan yeah. came on. And he was like, "No chance, not happening." I'm like, "What is going on?" It's like crazy how everything fizzled out with them and how that mm-hmm. just exploded. Which I feel like I'm not surprised. We all saw, saw that, that coming, coming, but um, yeah, it's just been like, God damn, and the personal shit, the amount of like 
personal shit people are like, putting out there. Very personal shit. Yeah. Like releasing things, exposing things. And like, like I said with Jesse last week, obviously she had to do that. She had to defend herself and show the truth mm-hmm. and release her phone call. But yeah, this it's like getting so evil at this point. Like this is getting scary to me. I agree. And I don't think it's interesting. And I don't even like, I haven't even been following it that Same. much. Like I kind of loosely know what's going on. I've like touched loosely. in. But I like, barely. wow. It's just like, and then all the boxing, the fighting. Oh, yeah. Everyone's beating the fuck out of each other. Oh, yeah. Bryce Hall got his ass beat by Austin. Yeah. Ass beat. Douche versus douche. Dude, I saw the. Did you see any of the footage of it? Yeah, I saw them get knocked the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, dude, did you not practice? (laughs) He didn't get actually knocked out, did he? I don't think so, but he was like, I saw him get hit really hard. A lot. I don't think he like completely passed out, but. Yeah, he was not doing well. So there's that. Now everyone, yeah, everyone's fighting. Oh, there's so many other little things going on, and just like it just feels like bad <sighs> energy. I'm like, holy know? shit! When uh, back when you know, Dramageddon happened and all that crap yeah. years ago with the top team and the shame and the yeah, that James all started because they took like there was a group of beauty gurus oh, yeah. who like took a picture flipping off the camera, right. and then I think I think people thought it was to Jeffrey Star, yeah, and something. that like caused like so much drama. Right. And now it's this it's, kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like, I could never imagine. I'm like, what now? Like, literally, what now? Yeah, this is it's insane. Like, it's way too far. It's way too far. And I hate this personal stuff that people keep bringing personal fights. Right. Bringing their receipts, out. bringing their phone yeah. calls, bringing their DMs out. I'm like, Yo. I do understand sometimes you have to do that to, to defend yourself. Of course, there's multiple situations going on like that right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it feels very toxic like and norm, scary. Which is, yeah, I know. Really weird. And people really like, are interested in it too oh the yeah personal stuff because it is kind of juicy you well, know you can't help but it's like tons of car accident and right. you're like look at you it you don't want to look at it but you like, yeah i know yeah um, it's so true well a lot of people are tweeting us and they're like commenting like we want to hear your thoughts on this i'm like yeah a lot of you i just don't really like, I don't have, have that many thoughts. thoughts about it to be honest yeah. like it's what are your thoughts on threat frenemies ending did you like that show i loved that show i thought it was so entertaining it was very entertaining i am not surprised it ended no. um it seemed very like toxic from the beginning. Yes. There were so many moments that were just, it was like a train wreck. I couldn't so stop bad. watching, but then yeah. there'd be episodes where it'd be like kind of cute. And you could tell that they were like growing as friends or like, yeah, you know, trying to be more self-aware of what the other person's triggers yeah, are. I was really rooting from, for them, you know, yeah. rooting for their personal growth. Yeah, I know. But yeah, not surprised. Damn. I'm surprised that they're literally family though. Every time I think I'm like, that's crazy. I know. Cause that's the that, saddest thing. That is that adds that a whole layer on top. Yeah. I feel really bad for Ela. Cause she just yeah. found out she's pregnant and now she has to deal with like all the stress of this and her brother. And this is like, I hope I'm they sure can just like deal causing with causing a riff. Yeah. Hopefully the rest, but rest I of don't it. know. Like a lot of know. people are, do they deal with anything offline? Right, I was going to say, Does I don't Trisha know about deal that. with anything offline. I don't know. I don't know. People ever needs fucking therapy. <laughs> I, yeah, I need, I do. I, I, need. Do, I do sign me up. Yeah. Actually, I'm going next week. I like haven't been to therapy in probably four weeks, six weeks, something. My therapist got married and then, I was busy. Yeah. No, I feel that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I need to get my ass back in there because it was a rough week. Yeah. It was a rough It helps week. a lot. It's actually shocking uh, what therapy can do. And I feel like a lot of people are discovering that now. Like I see so many more people, more people than ever, like talk about how it's changed their life or how they're going or, um, you know, just making it more normal, just normalizing it. Yeah. I which is so agree. important. Um, yeah. I just think it's like, so valuable if you can get to a therapist yeah it's just it sucks it's not accessible like corelli was trying to find a therapist recently and they like put her on a wait list yeah so like i'm in the process because i've i'm 23 i've never been to a therapist which i'm completely overdue but um yeah no so i've been i've been in the process of looking for a therapist and it's it's been really like hard and very like unmotivating because i've every therapist i've called it's either it's going to be $60 for this thing. And then we're going to do this and this and this. And other, other ones are just like, oh, we don't take your insurance. So you have mm-hmm. to do other things. And other ones just have like a two-month wait list. I know. And it's, it's just wild. Like, it's That's just like, I'm, like, at this point, I'm on a wait list just to be on a wait list. Right. But it just sucks like not dealing with things as they're happening. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. So you have just, to wait. Your it, mental health really exactly, can't wait. Exactly. And it's just, it's so unfair that it's so un- un- unaccessible to so many people mm-hmm. because like, I know there are a lot of other people like me who like 
their parents don't understand the value of therapy. Sure. Yeah. And I didn't really understand it. And I was I was in I was a psychology major and I really didn't understand like the value of ther- therapy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm understanding why why we do it and why we why it's so important because mm-hmm. there are so many things that you can't talk about with your best friend or with your partner or anything because there are things that we need to learn how to like process ourselves, you know? Sure. Yeah. So and it's just, sometimes you need like an unbiased opinion. Yeah, completely. Yeah. It's so helpful because it allows you to like think of your life in these situations in a different light of like, oh, I never thought of it like that. And it's like, wow, it's a good point. It just because I feel like we get so bogged up in our crap and then we just like have this one way of thinking about it. And then we're like, we're almost stuck. Like yeah. you can't see any other, you can't see the outside or it's like so daunting that you don't even know where to begin. You're like, how do yeah. I even fucking go th- decipher this? Like, I can't do it. I'm just going to push it away. Bury it. You yes. Know? That's, I think that's a huge part of therapy is like going through stuff that you've buried and that yes. could be affecting you in your life now. Yes. And it's like, sometimes you just need a therapist to explain why, things that happened to us in our childhood can still, uh, you know, Impact affect us. your behaviors to this day. And mm-hmm. here's how to correctly change them. And, you know, it just, it helps to have someone that went to school for it, explain it all to you and kind of guide you and bring up new ideas. That's what I think is really helpful too, is when they bring up something that you're like, right. Damn. I didn't even I didn't think, think of it that. like that. And like, sometimes it's so simple. And I'm like, fuck, why don't yeah, I think of that? I'm same. Like, Damn, you're smart. So I pay you. Yes. Yeah, yep. I know I've gotten so much out of therapy. I just, I took a little break, you know. Yeah. Well, it's okay. To take I breaks. really hope you can find one soon because that is the most annoying thing. It should just be like, it's terrible. I can't believe you have to put up, be put on a wait list. Yeah. I it's wish I could so much. I wish I could just like go in and like up, like a prime. Oh, that's hard. That's hard looking for a doctor too. But like, just like that, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, call somebody up. There's just, I feel like there just aren't as many therapists available, especially right now with after a lot the of pandemic. Are struggling. Like, especially, you know, like all the, all the struggles we had during the year we were enclosed, you know what I mean? Like that is going to bring up so many other issues that yes. I feel like it, that's why therapists right now are especially so booked up. Yeah. Totally. That people are just, un- I feel like, well, like just in general, mental health is, is more understandable and we, it's, it's easier for us to understand and it's easier for like employers to understand that we're going through things and it's easier mm-hmm. i don't know in a well way. as taboo it, yeah it's yeah. not as taboo as it used to be i, I know. know i completely agree with you i see where you're going with that and i think a lot of that is i think the internet has helped a lot because people have been so open and sharing and like normalizing mental health totally. for a while that i think society is coming to a point where it's more normalized yeah we're not all the way there but we're making progress yeah, we i are think making for progress. sure especially I think things like this help where we're just being real. Like we could sit down and just entertain you guys and act like a certain way and yeah. act fake and just like get it done. But we don't want to do that. We want that. We want this to be a real experience yeah, and exactly. for you guys to, you know, we want relate. to be entertaining, but on top of anything, we want to be relatable and genuine. Like that is yeah the top thing that I look for in podcasts at least. Me too. You know? Yeah. So. Like I, I, I always think, you know, people aren't going to want to hear about my bunny dying or but like, they, or our grandparents, you know, but I think people, they do. yeah, I, I personally get a lot out of listening to people talk about hard things that they have gone through. Mm-hmm. And I think it gives me comfort, mm-hmm. even if I can't relate exactly to their experience, just to know that they have felt sadness or loss, mm-hmm. you know, just helps me relate to them and see them as more of a human. And it normalizes it. So that when you are feeling these tough things, you don't feel so isolated. Like, God, why do I feel so anxious or depressed or what have these weird intrusive thoughts or whatever it is? It's like, it normalizes it so that it kind of takes the control out of it. Like, yeah, I have these things, but like a lot of people do and we we're okay. People can get help. You can get better. You can find coping mechanisms. You know, yeah. it's not like you have to feel this way forever and no one knows how you feel and, you know, just lock it up and don't talk about it. I think the more we can normalize it and talk about it, yeah. then the more we can take the stigma out of it, which takes the power away from these, you know, really tough things that we're dealing with. It yeah. brings them more down to a normal level of like, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. and you're not alone. Totally. Yeah. And I think, like you said, normalizing it and talking about it, getting it out in the moment mm-hmm. is so much healthier than burying it down and then dealing with your trauma 10 years later, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I know about that. <laughs> yeah. I do too, girl. Hey, but I Trust have to me. say, like, the fact that you recognize that you want to go to therapy and that you want, like, you know, it's not going to be easy work. Therapy mm-hmm. is 
it's hard work. You have to put in the work. And the fact that you're willing to do that and you want to do that is like mm-hmm. literally like more than half of what needs, like what has to happen in order to get better. And honestly, like a big, like uh, another big reason I'm doing it is because like, given like my background, like I come from a very like religious Mexican family. They don't understand it. They don't know it. Like I can tell my family about it and they over their head. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? They don't, yeah. they be like, oh, just feel happy. Mm-hmm. You'll fine. You'll just feel happy. Like just make yourself happy. And it's like, you don't understand, you right. know? And so it's like, I, I want to go through that process because I want to be able to tell my family, like my, my close family, like, hey, like, I understand, I, I know you don't understand this, but like, can I just talk to you about like what my therapist told me? And like, mm-hmm. that way I can relate, like, that way I can like, not even relate to them, but like, yeah, I guess relate to them. Just like, mm-hmm. tell them I, I can see these things that I see that I, that was in me that I can see in you as well. So like, I was taught this. So let me, let me, t- teach you a little bit of my coping mechanisms or whatever the therapist can teach you know what mm-hmm. i mean mm-hmm. so that's like a big reason why i re- like want to go especially now is because i was never given the opportunity to so now that i am able to go to the therapist i want to give my brother like my i don't i mean i want to give like my family like the like the same kind of opportunity because they don't know what it's like Totally. You yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. I totally get what you're where you're coming from, and I think even having one person in the family in therapy does help. Well, it helps the rest. normalize it. Like yes, especially when you, I think a lot of people will be able to relate to this fact of like, for whatever reason, their family grew up and doesn't believe in it, doesn't think you need it, you know, whatever yeah. it may be, and so seeing that like it's never too late, it's never like the wrong time and or like the you know you're in the wrong family for therapy like it is for everyone and Mm -hmm. the fact that you are like brave enough to experience something that in your family is usually kind of not looked down upon but perhaps not yeah a little taboo and you know not encouraged necessarily that's really inspiring not just for your family, but I think for a lot of people in general, because I'm sure there's tons of people who are yeah. listening and going through that. Like, I would love to go to therapy, but like, it's really afraid, uh, you know, um, frowned upon, or I don't want to feel ashamed, or I don't want my, you know, dad or brother, or sister, whatever it is, to judge me for it. And I think it'll help your relationships with everyone in your life. Yes. Like, that's what it was for me. It just taught me how to communicate and deal with sometimes difficult people. Um, or mm-hmm. improve even good relationships. Like mm-hmm. it just help you taking therapy for yourself helps everyone around you. 100%. And yeah, that's yeah. what I think. Absolutely. I'm going to encourage it for my kids. I might just, I was thinking about it last night. Maybe I'll just start my kids in therapy yeah, at some age and just like, take why them not? To, they're going to take them to the doctor. Yeah. Like they're not like, hey, do you want to go to the doctor? Like you're, you're going to the doctor. So, <laughs> right. And in my opinion, like mental health is just as honestly, if not important, a lot of, or more mm-hmm. important a lot of times than physical because yeah. so much of that is connected. If you start feeling shitty, things start oh, yeah. not working as well and the opposite, you know? So it's, it's so true. So connected that I'm like, why are we not just having a checkup on our brain and our mental health? Like we have a checkup on our heart, nose, throat, ears. You know what I mean? Oh, I completely agree. I think it should be just like normalized as something you just do. Like yeah. even if it's like every three months right. or something and you check in or every six months. Right. Um, And then if you need more additional. Totally. And I think people have this like thoughts in their head that if I go to therapy, then I have to go for the rest of my life every week and that's totally not like it, like that. You know, there's times where you might need it every week. And then there's times where you might need it once a month or maybe you don't, maybe you don't go to therapy for a year. I mean, it's totally, yeah. it's not like a permanent thing that mm-hmm. that's a permanent commitment for the rest of your life. I think that is something that kind of scares people away yeah. is like thinking like, oh, I have to like add this to my, my bills, right. my schedule and forever. Right. And do I need to become dependent on yeah. it? What You know, yeah. I've gone this far without it, but it's really not like that. It's Mm-mm. it's something that really you can use when you need it most. And then when you feel like you're doing better, then you cut back a little. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's nice to know that it's there and that yes. you can use it as a tool if needed. It is. That is what I find to be really helpful is I know like this week I was able to book an appointment for my therapist next week because I know I need it right now. Right. And it's nice to have that. I'm not just like starting with someone. Like if something tragic happens in my life, God forbid, I will have my therapist and I can go to them and like, I won't have to start from ground zero Mm -hmm. with someone like when something happens. Sure. Cause I do feel like a lot of people wait until something horrible happens and then they go versus doing it ahead of time. But it's hard. It's a hard conversation to even have because it's so unaccessible to people that it feels like 
it's a privilege yeah it totally is it's a huge privilege to be able to go to therapy which shouldn't be it's that's a disgrace right that in this country that i mean it's a privilege for the doctor in a lot of ways it's disgusting Uh how fucked our healthcare system is like it really does piss me off the fact that yeah it does so many people don't get coverage for health and health care or good health care it's such bullshit um the fact that you have to wait for months you're like hello i'm literally like i don't i don't think i can wait months i need to see someone now it's ridiculous if your organ is failing, you don't sit around and wait for months. No, I, I know. I can't even imagine. Like, imagine if you were like really having a breakdown and like needed therapy and they're like, okay, two, three months of yeah. this wait list. I mean, like, luckily what? Like, there's, you know, emergency, like there's things get oh, therapy yeah. in an emergency situation. But yeah. as far as like finding a therapist and, and, you know, being able to get in on a, on a regular basis, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And plus a counselor. Just because they're a therapist doesn't mean they're a good fit for you. So it's not like, oh, I'll take anyone. You know, a lot of times people have right. to shop around. It's like dating almost. And you have to build rapport. That's the most important yeah. part of therapy. So it's it's hard and it's daunting. I understand why a lot of people are hesitant to take that step. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because I think I started seeing my therapist. I You guys were talking to me about it, I remember. And then I started to see her. And I was just going to say, you know, I struggled with the idea of having to make that effort every week or maybe go down a rabbit hole every mm-hmm, week. In my mm-hmm. mind, that's the way I would see it. Um, it seems exhausting. Exactly. And so I would, you know, push it off. And so but it's actually really cool. And I'm just, you know, want to say that living proof right here recently, like being able to like, you know, if you, when you do get the opportunity and, and people are able to get in with a therapist or see someone and talk to someone. You don't have to go all the time because I like truly have found relief. And now I I don't have to go every week. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it. But mm-hmm. and it really works. Like I you've learned some coping. Exactly. Skills. Yeah. Right. Like I've, I truly and I was waiting for the moment that I, you know, I see you guys would go and I'm like, oh, does it work? Really? No, it works. Wow. Oh when God. did you feel that you had that moment? I'm yeah. so happy it was, for it's you. It's been like, it's really, that's really cool. When did you feel like you first It was had like that? probably about two weeks ago. I, oh, wow. I just felt like so weight, weight off my shoulders. Like I, wow. I just felt a, a little bit better. So yeah. That's amazing. It I does it really oh, work. I'm so proud of you, Sid. That's really yeah. awesome. <laughs> that makes me really happy. That's cool. so great. And like, honestly, like you guys, like, you guys especially like like especially you Kendall like you really like made me realize how important it really is to go to therapy like like I said I never really knew I never really knew that I can go talk about my problems to it like mm-hmm. an unbiased person you know yeah. what I mean and yeah. like now I mean I of course I I I have been looking around for like for like mini therapists and then that's why I'm, I'm I'm willing to wait is because I think I I have found the right therapist like Okay. I liked what I read. Like I like you're you know, waiting I, for a specific person. I'm waiting person. for a specific person. It feels really good, even if you haven't gone yet, to just have that in the back of your head, like, oh, I'm I'm waiting for someone or I'm on their wait list or I'm on their schedule or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's taking that first step, which is so fucking hard to do. Like taking the step to go find a therapist, make yeah. an appointment, get Especially in there. Especially when you hard. feel depressed. Right. It's like hard to do anything when you feel totally. depressed. Like sometimes the the smallest of tasks oh. feel so exhausting, like making this whole week, I was like, I didn't want to call the therapist's office to book my appointments. I don't know why. I oh. just was like so anxious. Like they were going to be mad at me because I haven't booked in a month oh, or something. Oh, I've done like, that too. Just so stupid. I have a bad habit of seeing my therapist like twice, then ghosting her for a year. Cause I'm like, I've been going to therapy for a long time. So I'm like, okay, I got this. But then I was like, literally when I went back, I reached out a few months back and I was like, nervous that she'd be like you ghosted me of course she wasn't and yeah. it's been fine but no i yeah. totally get that yeah i think it happens more often it's like probably most clients like take uh, yeah. breaks oh, you know yeah absolutely but yeah it's definitely beneficial so we encourage anyone out there who's struggling with your mental health to try to seek some help even if it feels daunting like yeah. you got to start somewhere you know you got to pick up one grain of sand before you can like shovel the whole pile shit isn't that <laughs> just came out of my truth. fucking brain <laughs> no it's absolutely true. true like the ants slowly move the sand yeah you can't just can't just pick you gotta it all do it at once. like an ant mm-hmm. build an anthill yep and therapists know how to do it in a safe way that you know yeah that's what they're there for 
My so. therapist has been so good about like making sure I don't have anything important going on on the weeks that yeah. we do like trauma work. Right. So it doesn't, you know, completely trigger me. Trigger things and send beyond. you into the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so. Yeah, he's been like really good about it. So, but I think that is going to be it for us today, guys. Thank you for joining us on this episode. I know it was a bit, all, yeah, all over the place mm-hmm. and a little emotional, but hopefully there are those of you out there who appreciate the realness mm-hmm. and uh, maybe enjoy the show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope so. Well, so. I always read comments after these types of things being like, this is mm-hmm. exactly what I needed. Like, yeah, I really appreciate I when you guys like sometimes. share what you guys are going through personally in the comments. Because again, I just think it helps make you feel less alone. Like it makes everyone feel less alone because it, it can feel really lonely when you're going through tough things and you don't want to burden people by like, mm-hmm. you know, unloading on them. So it's right. a lot. Yeah. Um, Your eyelashes look really good. Thank you. That's one thing. I'm, that's the one good thing in my life, you guys. I'm addicted to eyelash extensions, I think. I got them once before <laughs> Tulum, and now... They look so good on you. I don't know if I can like go without them. Every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, wow, look it at you. It is very convenient. But it's so, so expensive. But I understand why, because they have to do like such tedious work. little thing. But. I know. It is expensive. I know. I'm like, oh, but boy. That's how I feel about my nails. I that's have the only to have thing my nails. Like, I love my nails. I don't, do, I don't get my nails done. I don't get my hair done. So I'm like, okay. I get a wax every four weeks. <laughs> then I'm like, this could be my thing, maybe. Yeah, they look know. great. I, I mean, really I think like it's them. worth it. Like, it makes a big difference. They're and it's so, so easy cute. to not have to do that. And you them. can, like, cry with them. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> and they're not going to come off. That's nice. Oh, my God. All right. Well, anyways, guys. We, we will wrap it up there. appreciate you so much hanging out with us. Oh, I was going to tell you. I don't think we talked oh, about this. right. Our poll. Okay, at the beginning, was it Bergamot or Bergamont? See what people have to say. <laughs> They're going to be like, it's always been bergamot. Okay. It is 58% say bergamot. So 58% of you are right. The other 42 are dummies like us. Wow. <laughs> that makes me feel so much better that 42% agree. I know. I'm actually surprised. <laughs> Thank Sorry. God. Results are in dummies. <laughs> Results are in dummies. <laughs> Follow us on social media if you want to like ever, you know, chat with us. And especially on Twitter, we like to like run polls and just random things on Twitter at the underscore slash podcast. Hell Yeah. And that's going to be it for this week, guys. We appreciate you so much. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. We're sending you positive love and energy. Hopefully we all have a good week ahead. I agree. Bless us all. Wow. Love that for us. (laughs) And we will see you guys on the next sesh. But until then, keep keep it it fresh. fresh.